So we are concluding today the Igeris HaTshuva, the letter, the epistle about repentance and return. And we're going to start a new section tomorrow. But we cannot end it without chapter 12, a short, the shortest chapter in the Tanya, but extremely powerful. Hard to digest, but powerful. Something that he'll explore also in the next section in his letters. We spoke about how although a person who repents should always remember their past sin, their recollection should not lead to a state of ongoing depression or shame. Such an attitude would cripple the cardinal principle of serving Hashem with joy. Rather, they should recall the past misdeeds, the sins that they've done, and see whatever they're going through as a consequence of that. For they will cause him to be able to accept his pain, and suffering with peace and acceptance. The reason for joy in the suffering of the body, says the Tanya, is that it is great and a potent favor for the sinning soul to cleanse it in this world and to spare it from being punished in Gehenom. This is particularly true, says the Balatanya, in these generations. He wrote this book 200 plus years ago. When one cannot endure the fasts prescribed by the Arizal, as we spoke about in chapter 3 of this section. So because we don't fast, so we're not cleansing our body and allowing it to then go straight to Gan Eden. As Nachmanides writes in the introduction to his commentary on Eov, of Job, that even the sufferings of Job, who suffered tremendously for 70 years, bear absolutely no comparison to the suffering of the soul for even one hour of Gehenom. Wow. Obviously, it's not a physical suffering, but the pain is unbelievable. It is only that this world is built with kindness, and therefore, for whatever reason, through mild suffering in this world, one is saved from severe judgment in the world to come, for that reason, rather. He gives an analogy to the movement of a shadow on the earth of a hand breath, which equals the sun's movement to the sky of thousands of miles. In other words, the sun moves thousands of miles and it causes a corresponding movement of a few inches of shadow. Infinitely more so is true in the parallel, that a little suffering over here is saving a tremendous amount of suffering in heaven. And that's also why mitzvot that we perform here can have an incredible impact above. Small incremental change in this world, think of the sun, is huge movement in the sky, in heaven. A small shift, it's such a motivational thought. It's a heavy thought to think about you know, what a soul suffers after death, but it's also a very powerful thought of the potency of living in this world. And each day that we wake up, incremental change in our world literally can transform the heavenly reality and transform any suffering we'd have to go through and transform our reward and transform our relationship with Hashem. This knowledge, he finishes off, is elementary to the people who think. And those with intelligence will discover that this idea is good.